come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 123 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sean Lords, and Brian is once again not here, so it is another Sean solo episode. Um, Brian, I believe, is camping with his family, so it's just me. Uh, hopefully, I didn't bore you guys last time, and hopefully I won't bore you again if you were bored last time. Uh, but before we begin, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented sponsor, Getaway Today. Getaway Today is awesome. Um, basically, it's hard to get uh, good deals on Disney tickets, uh, and this is the place to do that, do just that. Um it is the cheapest Disneyland passes I've seen, besides getting them for free from a cast member or something, if you have those connections, uh, or if you have a, an annual pass, obviously in the long run, that is cheaper if you are able to use it. But if you are just going on a vacation with your family and you want day passes, Getaway Today is your place to go. Um, a lot of times they do uh, adults at kids prices or you know, buy a four day pass, get the fifth day free. Uh, so they have some really, really good deals, uh, on Disneyland passes as well as Disney vacation packages. Um, and we happen to have a code that you guys can use to save $10 off any two night or longer Southern California travel package. And that promo code is main street 10. That's main M A I N Street S T R E E T one zero. It's all one word, uh, no capitalization on the letters, just Main Street ten, and that will save you that ten dollars on any two night or longer Southern California travel package, which is fantastic. Um, and of course, that is usable online, which is at getawaytoday.com. Or you can give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 855-438-2929. If you happen to give them a call, just let them know that uh, Word on the Main Street sent you. They'll be happy to hear that, uh, that you came from us. And if you are local and want to uh, book a trip with Getaway Today, I highly recommend going to their office in South Ogden, Utah. Uh, they are great to work with in person. Um, in fact, I would much prefer calling them or working with them in person if you have the ability. Uh, they are able to work with you better that way to get you the best deal, get you what what you need, and hopefully around the budget that you have. So uh, again, that is getawaytoday.com. Or call in at 855-GET-AWAY-438-2929 or visit them in person in South Ogden, Utah. Uh, and uh, the code again is MAINSTREET10 and that will save you that $10 
on any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. And that $10, believe it or not, could get you uh, one of the new... I don't know if there's how long they're going to be doing them, but uh, you can get yourself a bride churro from the Haunted Mansion, or a groom churro, or maybe even both, because I think they're about four bucks. Uh, so go ahead and uh, use that code and save and get yourself a, a couple free treats, essentially, at Disneyland. So, all right. Thank you. Get away today. Now it is time for this week at the Disneyland Resort. Uh, let us see. The hours are a little bit more wonky this week. Thursday, August 15th and Friday, the 16th, Disneyland's open uh, 9 to 11 with DCA open 9 to 9. Saturday, August 17th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12 with DCA open 8 to 9. Sunday the 18th, Disneyland's open 9 to 12, DCA 9 to 9. Monday, August 19th, the hours go back to Disneyland 8 to 12 with DCA 8 to 9. And then Tuesday, August 20th and Wednesday, August 21st, Disneyland is open 8 to 11 with DCA open 8 to 9. So uh, you're definitely going to have to watch those hours because they're not all the same like they were the past couple of weeks. So uh, if you're going to be there, just make sure you know the hours so that you can plan accordingly. Uh, as far as events, there's not really much going on event-wise. Uh, we did have the um, Haunted Mansion 50th anniversary event that happened last uh, Wednesday and Thursday, August 7th and 8th. Uh, I believe the ticket price was $300. It looked really, really cool. Um, in fact, now that I know what happened at the 50th uh, celebration ticketed event, I almost would have rather done that than actually gone to Star Wars Land, just because I'm a huge Haunted Mansion fan, uh, and the shows and the experiences that they had for that event were really, really cool and once in a lifetime. So, uh, if you uh, want more information on the event, obviously I wasn't there and Brian wasn't there, but um, I can recommend some good YouTube videos for you to watch. Uh, the video I would most recommend um, is going to YouTube and searching Adam the Woo, and he has a great video that shows pretty much everything that there was to experience at the 50th anniversary party um, event at Disneyland. Really, really cool. They had the ghost host talking to you throughout the park, uh, or at least the sections that you were allowed in. Um, and there were so many shows and things to do and things to eat. So go check out the video that he did. Uh, again, that's Adam the Woo. Uh, feel free to let him know that Word on the Main Street podcast sent you if you enjoy his video. But uh, anyway, as for events going on this week, not a whole lot. Uh, just you got Pop-Up Disney and that's about it. I mean, I don't know if you want to count Main Street Electrical Parade as an event but that is also happening right now. Uh, but for closures, Disneyland has nothing really closed yet, but there is a lot coming. We are getting into the Halloween season, so you're going to see some stuff close and reopen. Uh, the 
Haunted Mansion will be closing, I believe, near the end of this month. So just be on the lookout. We'll let you know. Uh, But DCA, all that's closed currently is the Red Car Trolley until spring 2020, which we've talked about every week. So, (laughs) all right. This is a lot of work all by myself. Uh, But we will move on to... uh, I was going to say Brian's Trivia Corner, but again, he's not here. And it's not really in a corner, because I don't sit in the corner. But I digress. Let us just head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... I'm going to call it Sean's Trivia Corner this week. It is not in a corner. Uh, let's see. So last week's question was, in what year did Disneyland retire ticket books? Sorry. I was going to say e-books, but that's weird. Uh, in what year did Disneyland retire ticket books? Uh, I have zero idea what you emailed into Brian. So I'm assuming you were all right. Yay. The number of year, <laughs> man, I said that weird. Uh, the year that uh, Disneyland retired ticket books was in 1982. Yay. So in 1982, when they retired these books, you could just buy yourself a day pass to Disneyland and just enjoy the attractions at your leisure. Yeah. So that's, an, that's awesome. Um, Let's go to this week's question. All right. So here is the question I have curated for you guys. Believe it or not, Disneyland wasn't always open every day of the year. Which day or days of the week was Disneyland closed on from 1958 to 1985? Bum, bum, bum. So, uh, believe it or not, yeah, Disneyland was closed a day or two during the week. And uh, that went on for almost 30 years, which uh, is crazy to think about because Disneyland is now open 365 days a year. Unless it's leap year, then it's 366 days a year. But that wasn't always the case. So, go ahead and send your guesses to me, Sean, at... Sean dot Wadhams at gmail.com. That's Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. I'd love to get your answers. And uh, you can also send over to Brian if you want, but you know, he wasn't here. Does he really deserve your fantastic emails? I would say no. But, you know, feel free to CC him on your answer. His email is brian, B-R-Y-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. I am going to take a sip real quick of my orange vanilla Coca-Cola Zero. (sighs) Sorry about that. But, uh, yeah, that stuff's delicious. Come on, Coke. Sponsor us. Anywho, uh, <laughs> it's 
It's weird that I'm going on tangents by myself. Usually, I can be pretty straightforward without Brian here, but uh, I'm tired today, so it's getting weird. But anyway, that is Sean's Trivia Corner. Let's move on over to this week in Disney history. We will be covering today, August 14th through August 20th. So here we go. August 14th, 1945, comedy writer, stand-up comedian, actor, and director Steve Martin is born in Waco, Texas. Uh, If you guys didn't know, Steve Martin actually moved to California uh, when he was younger with his family and, excuse me, and worked at Disneyland after school. So... Uh, the jobs he had, he worked in Merlin's Magic Shop on Main Street, um, and he also sold guidebooks at the gate, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, he appears in a few Disneyland uh, films. Um, there's the Disneyland First 50 Magical Years that was shown at the Opera House. Um And I guess in uh, the quote-unquote home movie, Disneyland Dream, he is in there for about 20 minutes as a 10-year-old Steve Martin, which is kind of cool. He was apparently influenced by Wally Bogue at the Golden Horseshoe Cafe. I believe there's a a time he actually talks about uh, how he went to see that show and it it changed his life. Uh, so Wally Bogue, um, yeah, heavily influenced by Wally Bogue. That's pretty awesome. All right. August 14th, 1958, the grand opening of Disneyland's Alice in Wonderland dark ride takes place with a ceremony that was held and sorry, hosted by Walt Disney and the Musketeer Karen Pendleton. She was dressed as Alice, and Walt was dressed as Walt Disney, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> but uh, if I don't know if you can find it on YouTube or not, but there is some video out there of Walt Disney riding Alice in Wonderland, um, and he's coming out of one of the holes to the outside, and it's him in the back, and then you have... Alice and the White Rabbit in front, uh, which Alice was, uh, as we just talked about, Karen Pendleton, one of the original Musketeers. Um, Walt's in the back, and <laughs> he uh, he's playing with the bunny, with the White Rabbit's ears. Uh, it's just kind of funny. I love seeing videos of Walt because he was definitely just a child in a in an adult's body. Um, and, and that is evidence of that. So, uh, love Walt Disney, obviously. <laughs> and I just love seeing him have fun like that. Uh, and then in August 14th, 2009, I just had to include this. This is one of my favorite Studio Ghibli films. But uh, 2009, August 14th, uh, Disney released Ponyo to theaters Uh if you guys haven't seen any of the Studio Ghibli stuff, some of them are actually really good. I'm not a huge anime fan, but I really did like Ponyo. Um, and then I really did enjoy... Uh, <laughs> why can't I think of it? I 
so spirited away spirited away is really really good um i finally saw these for the first time just like a year ago so uh it it's uh they're really good <laughs> this is coming from somebody who doesn't enjoy a lot of anime uh the stories are just fantastic um so go check them out ponyo released 2009 august 14th all right august 15th 1901 disney legend ned washington is born in scranton pennsylvania i feel like i should put like the office music right there but anyway, uh, yeah, Ned Washington was born August 15th, 1901. He, um, he helped write When You Wish Upon a Star, um, and he also co-wrote Baby Mine for Dumbo. Uh, so those are great classic Disney songs. So yay, Ned. Uh, and then in 1917, on August 15th, uh, Disney legend Chuck Boyajan uh, which we talked about before. Uh, he was born 1917, August 15th. Uh, he was, I think we talked about him like three weeks ago, uh, but he was the first manager of custodial operations, uh, and he actually developed the whole custodial system at Disneyland. Uh, cool, cool guy, I assume. <laughs> I've never met him, uh, but... Uh, and I won't because I believe he's dead, but he did a lot for Disneyland. Disneyland wouldn't be Disneyland without the cleanliness that it has today that was started by this great man. All right. August 15th, 2009, Disney legend, a lot of Disney legends, 2009, Disney legend Virginia Davis dies. <laughs> uh that wasn't funny. <laughs> I was just not expecting die. For some reason, I thought she was born, but it is 2009, so that makes sense. <laughs> Woo, I'm tired. Sorry, guys. Uh, 2009, like I said, Disney legend Virginia Davis dies at age 90. She was Disney's first human star, um, and she actually played the role of Alice in the old Alice comedies. If you're not familiar with those, they should be on YouTube. Just search Alice Comedies, Walt Disney. You probably don't even have to put Walt Disney in there. Um, but it was uh, it was basically a cartoon and it had a human live-action character named Alice. And that would be Virginia Davis. So, uh, 2010, August 15th, Disney legend Harrison Prince... One of Walt Disney's trusted advisors passes away at the age of 89. Um, if, I'm trying to think. If I remember right, he is the guy that helped pick where Disneyland was going to go. So pretty cool. Uh, let's move on to August 16th, 1924. Actor Fess Parker is born in Fort Worth, Texas. He is the man that played Davy Crockett on the Disney uh, series, I believe, uh, Davy Crockett, <laughs> um, August 16th, 1955, Disneyland's Dumbo Flying Elephants opens in Fantasyland, 
Uh, on the same day, 14 Tomorrowland boats are renamed Phantom Boats of Tomorrowland. Um, apparently, Walt wanted Dumbo to actually open with the park, but the uh, fiberglass elephants, also known as Dumbo, didn't arrive until three weeks before the opening, so they just did not have the time to get that up and running by opening day. So it did open a couple weeks after, but that's all right. Um, 1958, August 16th, uh, a motorized fire truck is added to the Main Street fleet of vehicles at Disneyland. Um, and then 1968, on August 16th, former Vice President Richard Nixon and his family visited Disneyland. Uh, this was at the time when Nixon was actually running for president. Um, and apparently they lived close to Disneyland because uh, they've been frequent visitors of the park since August of 1955. So it sounds like Nixon and his family really, really enjoyed Disneyland, um, which is kind of cool. August 17th, 1786, the day after Fess Parker was born in 1924, August 17th, uh, 1786, Davy Crockett is born um, near the Nolichucky River, which is now known as Green County, Tennessee. So I thought that was really cool that... uh, Davy Crockett in 1786 was born on August 17th. And then on August 16th in 1924, the guy that played him on TV was born. Kind of cool. Um, August 17th, 1882, Charles Juddles, uh, he's an actor. Uh, he was born in An- Amsterdam and he was the voice of Stromboli in the uh, Pinocchio animated feature. Uh, everybody loves Stromboli, terrifying puppeteer. Uh, August 17th, 1882. Oh, just said that. <laughs> August 17th, 1986. This is a big one, guys. Luxo Jr., which is the first film that Pixar ever created, premiered in Dallas. So that's really cool. Um, I believe Steve Jobs was part of all this as well. Uh, but that is the film that basically started Pixar Animation Studios. So, uh, really, really monumental date there for Pixar. Uh, August 18th, 1956, at Disneyland, the Carnation Plaza Gardens opens in the Plaza Hub next to Sleeping Beauty Castle, which you guys now know as the Fantasy Fair stage. Uh, but that is where the Carnation Carnation Plaza Gardens was. Um, It was a popular spot for date night at Disneyland uh, back in the day. I think we talked about that a few episodes ago, Uh, but yeah, pretty sweet. August 18th, 2011, Disneyland held a special celebration to remember Wally Bogue and Betty Taylor, uh, who passed away in June 2011. So, Uh, Really sad, but uh, really cool. Uh, They kicked off with a song and dance. I guess they just had songs and dances from the original show to honor the great Wally Bogue and Betty Taylor. So uh, if anybody listening got a chance to actually see those two perform, I'm very jealous of you guys. 
Um, I don't know if I talked about it. I think I posted it on our social media, but uh, our mother found a photo of our grandfather at the uh, Golden Horseshoe getting his bald head kissed by Betty Taylor. So pretty cool. Um, August 19th, 1946, uh, Bill Clinton, the 42nd president of the United States, is born. Um, Why am I talking about Bill Clinton? Well, he was the first president to provide dialogue for an audio animatronic figure. Um, And obviously that was for the Walt Disney World Hall of Presidents. So that's pretty cool uh, that Bill Clinton was the first sitting president to voice an audio animatronic. And I believe since Bill Clinton, every president after that has voiced their own animatronic for the, uh, the Hall of Presidents in Walt Disney World, which is kind of cool. All right, August 19th, 1955, Casa de Fritos opened next door to Aunt Jemima's Pancake House. Um, obviously, it was sponsored by Frito-Lay. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, let's see, 1963, August 19th, John Stamos was born. Uh, Why am I talking about John Stamos? Well, he is one of the biggest Disneyland, well, probably just Disney in general, fans. Uh, He actually owns the original Disneyland entrance sign. Well, I guess not the original, but it was the one used from 1989 to 1999. Uh, He won that, I believe, on eBay. Um, But yeah, so he owns that sign which is really cool, Uh, but he's really, really good friends with um, Tony Baxter. So uh, I remember when I met Tony Baxter, he told me he had to catch a plane to get back to California to see um, John Stamos perform with the uh, Beach Boys because he's an honorary Beach Boy, which is pretty crazy. All right, August 20th, last day of this, uh, August 20th, 1928, Disney's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit cartoon Hot Dog is released, which is the final Oswald short produced. And then also in 1928, on August 20th, Disney legend Harriet Burns is born in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, She worked at the Disney Studios as a prop and set painter for the Mickey Mouse Club, Uh, but she ended up helping create Sleeping Beauty Castle, New Orleans Square, the Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, and many other theme park and World's Fair attractions. So a really cool Disney legend there that was born in 1928 on August 20th. Yay! We made it, guys. Give yourselves a round of applause. Good job. All right. Oh, another orange vanilla Coke Zero break. All right. Before we get into the main events of the show, I do want to let you guys know how you can support us. Uh, The first way is obviously listening to the show every week and sharing it with those that also might enjoy the show. So if you haven't done that and 
And if you haven't shared the show with people that also love Disneyland as much as you, please go ahead and do so. We would very much appreciate it. Uh, and for those of you that do share the show and do listen every week, we definitely thank you. Uh, it means a ton to us. So uh, another way to support us is at patreon.com slash word on the main street. This is a way you could help, um, I guess, financially support the show if you feel the desire to. Uh, it's not something we require and something we'll never require, but it is truly appreciated if you are able to spare a dollar or two um, at Patreon. Patreon.com slash word on the main street. It is a monthly donation. You can donate as little as a dollar per month up to whatever you would like. And uh, that does help go to upgrade the show, upgrade equipment, um, maintain equipment, uh, pay for the server. And yeah, no, for the hosting site, uh, which can be a little expensive um, and stuff like that. So you can help us continue to make content, make better content, make more content. Uh, if you can do that, we appreciate it. If you can't, whatever, we just want you to, to stay here and listen and enjoy the show. Uh, that is the biggest thing that we hope for. So, uh, you can contact us. Yay. Woohoo. If you would like to talk to us, Vocally, without actually talking to us in real life, you can give us a call. Our phone number is 801-923-2455, and uh, that will go straight to a voicemail box where you can leave a message for us. And uh, if you don't want it played on the air, just say so. Um, If you don't want your name said, just say so. We can edit names out. If you say your full name and then decide you don't want it on there, easy peasy. So just uh, call in, leave us some instructions, and then leave us your message. Uh, we love hearing your voice. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you can email us. My email is sean, S-E-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Or you can email Brian, I guess, if you want. You don't really have to, but his email is Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail dot com. All right. Uh, I might actually get you guys out a little early today. What? what? Uh, But I have some things I do want to go over really quick. Uh, First things first. Uh, we talked about wishables previously. Disneyland, well, Disney Parks came up with this new way to get your money uh, by making something called wishables. They're cute little fluffy things with uh, cute little eyes. And uh, they've released, well, no, today. Today they are releasing August 14th. They are releasing the newest Wishable Collection, which is Haunted Mansion themed. So, uh, I believe you buy like a, a mystery bag. It's, I mean, it'll be labeled as the Haunted Mansion Collection, but you don't really know what's inside. Ooh. Uh, so, you could buy like 
500 of these and get the same one over and over again, or you could buy five of them and get them all. Uh, but they do feature Gus, Ezra, Phineas, Constance, the Bride, or the Hatbox Ghost. I love these things. Um, but they are available at Disneyland, but not just at Disneyland. You can get them at Walt Disney World or on shopdisney.com uh, starting today, August 14th. So if that's something you want to collect, I know I do, uh, get them now. Uh, and hopefully you can get them all. Hopefully you don't get a ton of repeats. But uh, yeah, pretty cool. Uh, canoe races. So there is a long-standing tradition at the Disneyland Resort where they uh, do a canoe race with the cast members um, on the Rivers of America. So this has been happening for 54 years. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, I kind of wish I was a cast member so I could take part in this, but they take this very very seriously. Um, and the finals actually just happened on August 6th and 7th. Uh, they start with 86 teams at the beginning of the race season. So this is something I believe just goes on for quite some time until they do the final, the finals, uh, which is the main event. So 86 teams started. Um, they've been practicing and competing in time trials and they narrowed it down to the final 24 teams rowing in sprint finals and timed team finals on August 6th and 7th, which they did. Um, the sprint winners uh, was team the team entitled You're Welcome. Uh, this was a team comprised of a lot of the cast members who worked on rerouting the river in Rivers of America, uh, to prepare for the expansion of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, and the, uh, let's see, former Davy Crockett Explorer Canoes cast member said this about the event. It's a great team building activity and a unique opportunity to meet people from all across the company. Where else can you do this? I mean, it is pretty cool. Uh, and then the team titled The Orlords, won the timed finals um, in what they call the Endor Division. <laughs> uh, and they said, uh, well, the team captain said, it's the highlight of my summer. Nowhere else does this. To say that you can do this, and it's been going on for more than 50 years, that's really cool. Um, I would love to be able to be part of this, but obviously I'm not a cast member. Maybe one day. I will uh, do that, but what I think is pretty cool is Disneyland Resort uh, made a donation during this uh, festivity uh, to Anaheim Beautiful. They made a $2,500 donation to Anaheim Beautiful, which is a nonprofit that uh, is dedicated to preserving and enhancing the beauty of Anaheim. Um I don't know what the beauty of Anaheim actually means. Uh, it's all hotels and buildings as far as I know. Uh, but that's pretty cool. Um, so just wanted to let you guys know that that took place since we last talked. Um, and then 
uh, Disney put out an article on the Disney Parks blog that I wanted to go over because I don't know if you guys know my favorite ride as well as me. Um, And uh, they actually introduced 13 of the 999 happy haunts that reside in the Haunted Mansion and gave some pretty cool facts about each one. So I just wanted to go over each one that they talked about and maybe you guys will learn something. Uh, So normally I probably wouldn't have read this because it's nothing new to me and I don't know if you guys even want to hear this, but I know there's some people that aren't as geeky as myself when it comes to the Haunted Mansion. And there's some things in here that they talked about that I didn't know, but I don't know if I agree with. So I will talk about that. But first ghost is Madame Leota. Uh, she is obviously the, uh, well, they call her the literal figurehead in the mansion. Um, she is the connection between you and the spirit world, uh, which is true because, you know, as you go, I mean, obviously when you start in the haunted mansion, there's strange things happening, right? There's stretching rooms and there's, uh, changing portraits and, and, uh, a ghost, a disembodied ghostly voice, you know, going on, but you never actually see these spirits, right? So you hear the door knockings and all that stuff, but you don't actually see a ghost until after Madame Leota. So she is the one that connects you to the ghost. So pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know if you guys have thought about that before, but there you go. Uh, the Hatbox Ghost. Uh, they said the Hatbox Ghost is very proud of his Hatbox collection and considers it his crowning achievement. His favorite is lined with deep mauve velveteen, and he believes it's best viewed from inside. <laughs> uh, they talk about how the ghost host was briefly uh, briefly appeared when the Haunted Mansion first opened, and then he vanished until 2015. Um, so more on that. Yes, the ghost host was... Hey, not the ghost host. <laughs> the Hatbox ghost was in the Haunted Mansion, I believe, for maybe a day, maybe two days. Um, and the effect just wasn't working, so they took him out. And it was basically a legend because as far as we knew, Disneyland hadn't uh, acknowledged that that actually happened. We just had some footage, you know, that, that showed it a little bit. Um, other than that, it was just basically a legend. Uh, so when he came back in 2015, that was really awesome. And obviously he works great now. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. Uh, the next five ghosts, Rolo Rumpkin, Uncle Theodore, Cousin Algernon, Ned, Nub, and Phineas Pock. Uh, if you're not sure who I just talked about, these are the Phantom Five, also known as the Singing Busts in the Haunted Mansion. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got from this article for you, so nothing new. Uh, but a lot of people, I just want you guys to know, a lot of people think that the broken bust is uh, Walt Disney. He has a mustache 
And I can see kind of what you're talking about when you think it's Walt Disney, but it's not. Uh, We've already talked about this previously on a really old episode, but it is Thurl Ravenscroft, which is Uncle Theodore. So kind of fun. They used Thurl, Theodore, pretty pretty close. I assume Thurl is short for Theodore. Uh, But yeah, pretty cool. Um, Let's see, three more ghosts are Ezra Bean, Professor Phineas Plump, and Gus. Uh, If you don't know who I just referred to there, those are the three hitchhiking ghosts. Uh, So they gave a little little history on these three ghosts. Uh, First one is about Ezra, the tallest. Um, He lived his life as a vagabond, they say. Some would consider him the leader of the three hitchhiking ghosts. I never really thought there was a leader, but sure. Uh, And then they talk about Phineas Plump, how he traveled the country hawking snake oil at train depots. He crossed over to the spirit realm while experimenting with a new miracle concoction and still keeps his trusty carpet bag by his side, eager to make another sale. Um, And then Gus, Gus, the little guy with the ball and chain, Uh, They say poor Gus served most of his time for a crime he did not commit. Upon encountering this pint-sized phantom, it's easy to tell he is no criminal mastermind. His playful innocence is apparent as he always looks at the bright side of the afterlife. (coughs) Excuse me. So yeah, uh, we all know the hitchhiking ghosts. They uh, hitch a ride with you on your doom buggy. Um, Another ghost is Constance. She is the bride up in the attic. Now, uh, I believe we've talked about this before. So in the new attic scene with this new bride, there are, I believe, five portraits of her with her husbands. Um, Each portrait has a different husband. And in each portrait, the head ends up disappearing because, of course, she cut off their head. Um, if you look at, they didn't say this in the article, maybe she, oh yeah, they did. Uh, if you look at each portrait as you're going through the attic, you will see that she gets a, an additional, uh, pearl necklace around her neck as she, uh, continues to kill for money. Um, they also had said that she can first be seen in the portrait chamber, sitting atop her husband's tombstone. I, I don't know. I don't like this. Uh, I don't agree with it, but I mean, this is Disney <laughs> telling you, uh, but I just think it's weird. Uh, so the portrait in the haunted mansion, yes, is uh, uh, an older woman sitting on top of a grave of her, her husband, uh, it makes sense in a way, but she is old, and Constance is a young bride, so I just find that weird. Uh, I wouldn't, I didn't think Constance was uh, an old lady before, um, and I really don't think that she ever was. I think she died 
at the young age that she portrays herself to be in this ghostly apparition in the uh, in the attic, which is, to be honest, my least favorite ghost. So, I mean, my least favorite bride, I should say. Uh, she used to be creepy, so creepy. So, uh, if you haven't seen the old brides, feel free to look them up. You can Google Haunted Mansion Brides. You'll be able to see them all. There were some creepy brides. This one, it's just so flat and two-dimensional for me. Uh, I just, I don't know. But anyway, Constance, yay. Um, Let's see. The next one they talked about is Victor Geist. He is the organist in the ballroom. Um, So obviously he's playing the the organ with the the, uh, banshee heads dispersing from the pipes as if they were music notes. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So he is the master of music in the ballroom during the party, which, you know, the cake has 13 candles, blah, blah, blah. And then of course, lastly is the ghost host. They saved him for the 13th. They didn't really point out much about the ghost host. So that's where I will leave it. Uh, but I thought it was kind of cool. They gave us a little more uh, tidbits about these ghosts. Um, so I just want to share that with you guys. I don't, I'm not fully sold on the stretching portrait connection with Constance the Bride. But, you know, if you guys want to uh, give me your thoughts, feel free to do so. I gave you the phone number earlier, which was 801 923 2455. Or shoot me an email at sean, S-E-A-N, dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. I would love to hear your opinions on some of this. Um, do you buy that Constance is the stretch room lady on the, uh, the grave? I don't, but maybe you do. Feel free to let me know what you, what you think. All right. Marvel this year is 80 years old. Uh, which is kind of cool. Um, they weren't called Marvel at the beginning. I cannot remember what they were called in uh, 1939, but now they are Marvel and they've been around for 80 years. So they're naturally celebrating that at California Adventure. Uh, so I believe well, this is weird. So the article says August 31st marks 80 years of superheroes. Um, Marvel wasn't the only superhero creation company. Uh, So I don't know that (laughs) August 31st, 1939 was the first day a superhero was ever created. I think that was weird wording, but (laughs) basically they're celebrating 80 years of Marvel. Um, and they just have an article talking about the things you can do to celebrate. Obviously, there's Mission Breakout, which you can ride. Um, something about that, though, that you may not have known is if you are an annual pass holder, you can get an extra hour of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout between August 25th and August 31st after the park's closing. So if you're in the park those days and uh, you want some more Guardians of the Galaxy in your life, you can stay an hour after closing and ride it as much as 
your little heart desires within that hour time frame. Uh, also, as an annual pass holder, you will get a special lithograph that you get to take home uh, while supplies last. So if you're a pass holder, go check that out. Uh, enjoy your extra hour and get yourself a lithograph. Um, if you don't want it, maybe send it my way. I don't know. But uh, the second thing that they have is different foods. Um, they have a an orange freeze with blue cream over at the Studio Catering Company. Um Let's see, they have a Be Brave, Be Blue cocktail with vodka and a Blue Raspberry Lemonade at the Hollywood Lounge. Um, They also have Groot-shaped sourdough bread at the Hollywood Lounge. Uh, Award Wieners has superhero-inspired cinnamon sugar-dusted funnel cake fries with maple glaze, crumbled bacon, and chocolate cookie crumbles. Uh, You can get these items between August 23rd through September 2nd. Um, Obviously, number three is Encountering Superheroes. There's superheroes all over in Hollywood land. Just go back there and and find one and take a picture. Um, Number four, you can buy stuff, uh, special superhero-themed stuff, starting August 9th, which was about five days ago at the collector's warehouse. Uh, Number five, suit up and smile. Uh, The Disney characters will be dressed up. They'll be cosplaying as their favorite superheroes. So that'll be pretty cool. Uh, I believe that started August 9th as well and will go until September 2nd. So go check that out um, and see what the characters are dressed up as. Uh... Number six, uh, you can get your face painted like the Hulk or Spider-Man. Um, seven, strike an epic pose. They're going to have a uh, giant comic book that you can actually be in for a photo op. Uh, and that will be happening August 9th through September 2nd as well. And then over at the Animation Academy in the uh, Hollywood Studios, you will be able to learn how to draw superheroes. I've never seen this before. I assume they did it during the Summer of Heroes, but I don't know. But on August 10th, 17th, 24th, 30th, 31st, and September 1st, you can go in there and learn how to draw a Marvel superhero, which is pretty cool. Uh, So if you're going to be in the parks during that time frame, pretty much now through September 2nd, Go enjoy some of those Marvel celebration items and uh, and events. Um, and then, lastly, sorry, I feel like I'm running a bajillion miles an hour with my voice. So I'll try and slow things down. Uh, but probably not. So uh, they have actually started releasing Halloween items at the Disney parks, which is pretty crazy that that's pretty much here already. Um, so, uh, they're talking about Mickey mouse fang club. Um, they have a shirt that basically looks like the Mickey mouse club logo, but it's an orange circle instead of red. And Mickey has fangs 
and uh, like a collar like the uh, like Dracula would have. And then it says Mickey Mouse in the Mickey Mouse Club writing, and then it says Fang Club, which is a play on fan club, obviously. Um, <clears throat> so there's the Fang Club merch that you can get. Um, they have uh, Mickey and Minnie jack-o'-lanterns to store candy, I assume, when you're going trick-or-treating at the Halloween party. Um, they have a spirit jersey that looks like the colors of candy corn, which is kind of cool. Uh, this is Disneyland on the back, and it fades from white to orange to yellow. They also have backpacks from... Loungefly. One looks like the pumpkin Mickey. Uh, The other one's black and sparkly and has a candy corn colored bow. So that's obviously a mini backpack. Uh, Those are pretty cool. Uh, They have a hat with ears that looks like the Mickey jack-o'-lantern. They have Halloween sequins ears that are purple ears with an orange bow and a witch's hat. It's pretty cool. Um, They've got, I mean, they've got a lot of stuff. Uh, They've got an apron that says Evil Queen of Halloween, as well as a shirt that says that. Um, And they've got several items with the Poison Apple theme going on. Um, They have Jack Skellington stuff going on. looks like a hoodie, some Mickey ears uh, that have Jack and Oogie Boogie on them. Uh, but yeah, that's basically all they're giving us for now, but they said that these are available now at the, uh, Disneyland Resort as well as Walt Disney World Resort. So if you're in the Halloween mood and you're going to be at Disneyland here pretty soon, go check those out. A lot of them look pretty cool. Uh, I wish I could go and get these, but, uh, alas, I can't spend all my time at Disneyland, unfortunately. Um, but if you go and get some items, let us know what you think of them, or even if you just see them and uh, want to let us know, we would love to hear. But that is all I have for you guys today. Woo! I did it. I'm by myself. Sean Solo. I did it. I did it. Woo! 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 Oh, I'm out of breath. Time for an orange vanilla Coke Zero break. All right, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening this week. Um, Hopefully you enjoy me talking by myself. Um, And I apologize, Brian's not here this week, uh, but he had this trip planned for quite some time with his family, and uh, we just weren't able to record before he left. So you just have me. I'm so sorry. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please share it with those that might also enjoy it. Uh, And also, if you could, if you haven't yet, please subscribe or leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to us on. I know we are on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, PlayRFM, TuneIn, and Google Play. Um, We love seeing you subscribe and we love seeing your reviews and comments uh it brings i was gonna say a tear to my heart but that doesn't i don't think that's a thing <laughs> but makes me feel good makes us feel good so uh we'd love to see you do that if you haven't yet also we are on social media facebook.com slash word on the main street we're on twitter at w-o-t main street and 
We are on Instagram, which is probably the biggest of our social media um, pages. So go find us at Instagram at Word on the Main Street. And sorry, sorry for that pause. To be honest, I just burped and didn't want to do it in the microphone. So I saved you all some awkwardness, but now I'm making it even more awkward. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, before we do go, I do want to thank Bryce Gardner for providing the beautiful theme music that he created for us. Uh, please go check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory. Uh, you can find him on any music streaming platform uh, under, like I said, the name of Delta Theory. All right, guys, thank you so, so much for listening every week. Please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye.